Thanks for listening to the Worship Distributed Podcast. This is Stephen Wagamont. And Stephen Hodge. And we're happy to be with you. Uh, hope you are all doing well. Uh, we're upstairs in the third floor of the B Building at the First Baptist Church of Leesburg mm. at our downtown campus. Yes. I think this building was actually built in the 1930s. You can tell. And it shows. Yeah, it definitely shows. Uh, uh Kind of a cool thing, our uh, choir practice for this campus meets in the bottom floor, which uh, used to be the basically the fellowship hall slash choir room mm-hmm. when the building was built. And then above it was the first floor of the worship center. Yeah. And then there was actually a, a balcony above that, which is now the, you know, what we really? call the third floor. Wow. And that's where the elevator, like that old elevator over there, would take people up and that's up cool. and down. So I pretty, did not know that. pretty innovative for the time, I guess. Yeah, no kidding. So, kind of cool. Wow. Um. So we're glad to be back uh, podcasting and, and uh, connecting with all of you out there. I uh, hope these are uh, helpful to you and encouragement to you. Uh, they are to us. It's just a chance for us to kind of sit down and um, just really just have conversations. So yeah. one of the things that we're going to talk about today is it's kind of a tougher uh, subject, especially for artists. And then, of course, I think even especially for uh, musicians in the church. And, and uh, we're, we're going to talk about uh, how to handle uh, discouragement when it comes in the form of discouragement from people's words mm. to us mm. in our craft and in our worship leading and our planning and and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into that. So the the question <laughs> the question is, uh, Steve O. Uh, <laughs> have you ever experienced this type of discouragement? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. You and me both, man. Uh, um, so you've been, you you've been leading, you know, music for a long time. Um, you started when you were very young, like you know, ten, eleven, twelve, right in that range, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so we've talked about that on previous podcasts. Uh, it's probably a lot different, I would guess. You know, in the smaller yes. church, and you're young, and and you're kind of leading and and do it. it. People are probably not very vocal to you people about are, their preferences. People are much more gracious. The younger you are, the more gracious <laughs> they are. Yeah, and, and then something happens. I think uh, you know once you kind of like flip that switch, and um, and, and I, I know uh, you know I've seen people be critical of I think teenagers when they're leading worship and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much to their face, but I think there's something switches when you uh, become a worship leader kind of as an adult, you know, maybe out of uh, college or your first church or whatever. And, and you're in a position of leadership. Um, then, you know, it's almost like a open door, open season. Sometimes it feels like for criticism. (laughs) Um, so the question we want to tackle is, is how do we handle that? And so let's just, let's kind of hash that out. Um, so why don't you tell us maybe just some things that you've experienced from a critical standpoint that was more of a, a not a helpful criticism, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the younger you are, like I said, the, the less criticism you receive and, and just to preface this, there are a hundred times more encouragement from people than there will be discouragement. <laughs> but for some reason, in our in our human mindset, in our artist mindset, 
in our sensitive mindset, it's always the negative comments that stick out more and they stick with you. I think this is terrible, but I think I can remember negative comments more than I will remember the positive encouragement. From well, people. and I'll hop in there too, right? Because it's a, um, so there's like, we, we put this spiritual element on positive comments, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's like kind of, um, it's kind of selective spirituality. So if someone comes up to us and it's like, man, Steven, um, you touched you, my heart. You, you really touched my heart today, man. You did, you did a great job. You know, like you're just amazing. Like I just, you know, love hearing you sing and it's all genuine, right? They're being serious and yeah. they're being kind and stuff like that. Like in our mind, we go to like this, uh, like this panic place of like, Oh, Oh, it's not about me. It's about God. Yeah. And, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to be arrogant and, oh, I don't want to take credit where I should take credit. Oh, <laughs> ah, like that, right? And so weird. like all of a sudden <laughs> someone's like well-intentioned to comment that really, I mean, we could honestly just go like, yeah, thanks. Like, I appreciate that. Like yeah. it was my, my privilege to, you know, to worship yeah. with you today, to lead you in worship today. Like, thanks. Yeah. yeah. It felt good. Like I, I really had a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of just taking like that oftentimes, I mean, we might respond that way, but in our, our heads, we're kind of like, ah, you know what do I, you know what I do, but then yeah. like the critical one comes, and like there's no spirituality. It's just, no, it's just personal attack to your abilities, <laughs> who you are as a person. So we leave we leave the spiritual and we go to the flesh, and the other one yes. we like leave the flesh and like run straight to the spiritual. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you, probably the biggest one that um, we get comments on, and there's a there's a good way to handle um, comments. Um, so for those listening that may not be in a, a leadership position, even those in a leadership position, um, the way you handle um, a criticism takes it from a concern or just a basic comment to flat-out criticism and rudeness. And I say that in the most sensitive way ever. But the biggest one we is I feel like we deal with in – Worship ministry is volume, like sound right, right. issues, and song selection. Right. Those are the biggest things that we deal with. And I think <laughs> they usually come in the form of comment cards on the back of our yes. yeah, prayer. like the prayer Why request. do we still put comments on those? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but it's, like, it's like people are being very disingenuous. It's like it says prayer request at the top. They're like, that also means... Uh, my personal request to to anybody you, on to staff. usually anything, but I'm reasonably sure that it's it's nine you know ninety nine percent like you know worship, worship leader, leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah for those that may listen to worship leader Prob's podcast, which is also an awesome it's pretty fun podcast yeah uh, they do a a, a portion of their podcast called Prayer Concerns, and um, it is where. Uh, people write in on the prayer. Even some of them have crossed out the prayer request thing on the top of the card and wrote my concerns, and they write something down. And, and those are way worse than anything that at least I've experienced. I I, <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, but for instance, some of the the biggest things that I've struggled with, um, even most recently, have been through an email or a comment card. Or a phone call never right. have been in person or up front. I've just never never received that. Usually the ones that are in person are more sensitive 
to the topic and the conversation. Right. But the problem when they're not done in person is you can read something that maybe someone had really well intentions and the way they worded it, like maybe, maybe well intentions, but you read it in a different tone or maybe it's just a comment about sound being too loud, but you read it as a personal attack of, I don't know how to lead a team or I'm not being sensitive to the environment I'm in. But um, just kind of in a a childish mindset of, for me, because this is my first vocational ministry position, I've never really had to deal with this. I've never been in a leadership position before here. Um, I've served in leadership positions, but they've been, I've never been the associate worship pastor of a church. I've been the accompanist or a youth worship director right. or or someone who just fills in or things like that. And so I don't have to deal with the upfront side but of now it. You're, now you're like the front guy. Now I'm the front guy and I'm dealing with administration stuff through the week. And so now I get the comment cards and I get the emails and the phone calls and the, the people coming up to you after service. And again, it's never, there's so many more amazing um, encouragement messages and cards and, and, and things like that than there are negative um, statements. But just recently I've experienced it. And man, I'll tell you, those things just rip you to pieces. I don't, I don't care who you are, like just to be super transparent. You know, it. those things hurt. I mean, they, they just flat out take you down sometimes. Yeah. So, so like, um, you know, and, and, and obviously I'm aware of like all those that you're, that you're talking about, you know, we talk about it and, um, and I think you're right. I mean, perspective perspective on it is everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, when we get so many, you know, comments about people being just blessed and moved by the worship on a regular basis. I mean, there yeah. probably it's not a week or event goes by that somebody probably doesn't encourage us. Uh, and that's a wonderful thing, by the way, about First Baptist Church Leesburg. Oh, gosh, yes. It's, like, incredibly encouraging people, you know, yep. uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but, yeah, so th- when you do get those notes, you know, it's a perspective thing that we have to consider as far as, you know, looking at the whole thing. Uh, and, and, obviously, you know, when it comes to criticism, you'll, um, you know, you hear the people that say, you know, uh, you know I'm going to look at it, I'm going to take whatever truth I can out of the criticism, and then, you know, the rest I just kind of have to – you know, like leave it there. Yeah. But you know, when it comes to like artistry and stuff like that, you know, so much, so much of what we do is, is very, um, I, it's almost very just like exposing in a sense, because you're standing in front of people using your voice, which is kind of your identity, right? I mean, people mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe not be able to see you anywhere, but they hear your voice and they know it's you. Yeah. You know, it's like this gift from God that, that everybody has, you know, and so we're, but we're in front of people using it to sing. It's a vulnerable lead, place. And it's very vulnerable. Yeah. And, and so when like people criticize that, not, not necessarily like it, it, it you know, you, you, you know, I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot of people that, that ultimately like people criticize their singing ability. Yeah. You know, and it comes to worship leadership, but. But it's all kind of tied in together. And and for the record, everybody, like, we're not trying to be, like, like wimps here. Like, we got offended or we got our feelings hurt. Like, that's, you know, 
You know, that's this is not, just a valid topic that, in the worship industry. It's a thing that most yeah. men deal with. Well, you know what, and, and it's valid. You know, yeah, it's valid for for worship leaders and and like, you know, things that they will deal with. But you know, I think it, you know, um, discouragement and criticism is something that everybody, yeah, that everybody's gonna deal with. You know, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, um, actually, in in many ways, everybody at some level will will deal with it. And it's, you know, the question is like, you know, how do you respond? You know, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've received, um, you know, lots of the emails and phone calls, uh, comment cards over the years. Um, even the, fa- I've had a few even face-to-face kind of things where people, you know, those are usually funny because they're like always like, um, like these passive-aggressive compliments. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like this. Uh, it's like where it's kind of like. Um, like uh, one lady walked up to me after a service and was like, "Hey, um, listen, I just want to let you know that you finally got it right." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, what?" Uh, another guy walked up and he said, um, "I haven't been here in a few years, but um, you must not be the guy that um, was here when I was here last." And I was like, "Well, I'm, you know, I've been here like seven years." He's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I know." He's like, "But." Like you're a lot better than that guy was. <laughs> I was like, are you like, and, uh, I got one letter. I got one letter that was, um, here at, here at the church. It was like my first within my first year. here. Um, so obviously somebody within the church, uh, wrote a, uh, wrote a letter, like a handwritten letter. And it was written very scribbly, you know, like, like a, Ransom. Like a ransom though, like a serious, you know, like a, you know, you know, somebody would write with like, you know, my, they might as well cut out stuff from newspapers and magazines <laughs> to make the words. It was done so you couldn't, I mean, it was obviously done. It wasn't like yes. somebody had bad handwriting. It was obviously done so you couldn't, you know, tell who wrote it. It was uh, sent with a return address that was completely fake oh my and goodness. signed with a fake name, like a the name of a very, very old, um, like actress. What in the world? And so, so, so it was obviously it was obviously not a not a young person who wrote, wrote me the, the letter, but uh, the, it was like really long and and uh, like I think what I what I remember about it was um, we uh, I guess we could see that you have some talent, but we sure do wish you would use that talent somewhere else. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was really that was really a blessing. Um, wow. Man, so, I'm so, telling you. Yeah, so like, you know, um, like those things happen, right? I mean, and, and it's not just in our in our industry, you know, but I guess when it, you know, but w- this is what we do. And so this is what kind of we, you know, we know to talk about. Um, so for me, you know, yeah, and, and, you know, I, I went through a lot of, you know, I would get really, I'd get really upset, you know, and it'd get my feelings hurt, man, because I mean, it's, it's really offensive, you know? And, yeah. Then I'd be really mad, you know, and I'd think like, you know, they're lucky they didn't, you know, tell me who they were, you know, and I, you know, like, like, what am I going to do? Like call them and give them a good scolding, you know, like, you know, you know, somebody who like writes like that or does something like that, you know, they're, I think Proverbs talks about them a lot. You know, they're kind of the yeah. fool that's not going to really handle, um, you know, correction well, yeah. you know. Uh, and yeah, I said it, it's, uh, it's, they're a fool. Like it's foolish, like to do that. Um, it's not to say that, 
we shouldn't ever hear feedback from people. Uh, I really do think we should, and it doesn't always all have to be, you did a great job. Yeah. Um, we, we do need to know if, if the volume's loud, you know? And, and a lot of times, it's not necessarily that the volume's loud. A lot of times, it's certain, certain maybe instruments in the mix or frequencies, frequencies and yeah. EQs and stuff that, that, that are kind of hitting people the wrong way. You know, when our, before we had sound treatment in, this, in the downtown campus, you know, we wouldn't run the volume very loud, but the, the sound bounced so much that it just yeah. came across. I mean, the more frequencies that hit your ear yeah. at one time, and especially in different ranges, you know, it just sounds. Yeah. You know, and you don't – and a normal person uh, doesn't know how to, like, appropriately, you know, verbalize that. And even now, every room has different spots in it that are going to be hotter than others or dead spots where the, the sound is going to be a little bit louder. So those comments – Though sometimes they may not be worded in the best way. They may have truths put right. in there to, and I mean, I really do believe our job is to serve people, um, and we know that. Like, right. Obviously, we serve a, our God. No. In but, that, in ministry, right. we do serve our people. We serve our congregation, and so if that's the if it helps them worship better to to place them somewhere different, or if they can't hear the lyrics so we can bring them forward a little bit or see the lyrics we can bring them forward right. for the screens you know there's only so many things that we can fix but if there's a way that we can help somebody to be more engaged in worship or right just, you know those are those are like those are valid comments like i can i can appreciate that yeah like we like we need like we need those like we yeah. need to know that and it doesn't have to be it doesn't even have to be presented in a way where it's like now i just want you to know that i just really think you're i mean just say like hey man you know uh, just a heads up, it just kind of, you know, last few weeks, it's, it's, it's really felt kind of loud. You know, I'm sitting over here. Um, I don't know if there's anything, we, you know, you could do about it, you know, whatever. And I, like, that's great. It's like, okay, cool. Like, thanks for letting me know. You know, I'll, I'll talk to the sound guys. We'll, we'll try to figure something out. You know, yeah. maybe there's something we're missing, you know, we'll, we'll check it out, you know, cause, uh, you know, especially, uh, you know, there's most, I would think in most situations, most worship leaders are not trying to be too loud yeah you know um and sometimes you just you just you know you like you just miss it and and honestly you know we're not at, in the moment overall we're responsible for everything that happens in there uh but in the moment we're not actually able to control overall volumes yeah. because you know we're playing guitar or piano or singing or whatever we're not mm -hmm. mixing the console so that allows us to communicate you know, with our tech crew and, and just like come to a thing. But I think a lot of it comes in the, but obviously the implication is a lot of it comes in the presentation, you know, of these things and how, and the heart and the attitude, you know, behind it, you know, yeah. being, you know, coming at somebody, especially in the family of believers. And, and you know what, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That's a leader in your church that God has put in a position of leadership in your church coming at them with an attitude like that um is not is not okay yeah it's not the appropriate biblical attitude to have you know yeah, hey, yeah we're gonna you know what as a family yeah there's gonna be times we're gonna get angry and we're gonna get frustrated about things as each other you know at each other but we've got to be able to go to another person and like have a conversation with them, with them without tearing them down. Yeah. And the issue is now, of course, with, you know, um, distance being created by email, social media, mm -hmm. 
you know, you don't have to now actually have a real conversation with somebody. Yeah. Can I just make a side note here too? You know, the best way to um, give a comment or a suggestion or something that would be uh, helpful to the ministry is to not go to the volunteers that are running or that are singing or playing the guitar or running the sound. Right. Our volunteers, the volunteers. They, they are amazing. They give their time. They give their efforts. They give... I mean, these people are here to serve, and and when they're on the teams, they're there for no other reason but to serve. And so the best way when there are concerns, and you do have whatever church you're in, if it's not First Baptist, you're from another church, you know, go and talk to your leader. Don't don't talk to that volunteer because nothing's more discouraging to a volunteer than to hear a comment like that. I feel like we as, as a leadership should be able to handle it better than a volunteer. I mean, that's not, that's not really fair to put them in that well, and that's, position. that's our job, right? I mean, that's what a leader does. I mean, a leader is, um, I, I, you know, I like to look at it as like, I mean, like even for you, um, as much as I'm able, I want to be a buffer and a shield in a sense, in a healthy way for all the people that work for me or that, um, you know, serve in ministry yeah. from a volunteer standpoint under me. So like, so I've had drummers in the past that were concerned about, their drumming energy or like, I'm afraid to play too loud. I'm like, you know what? If I ask you to do it, I need you to go ahead and trust me and go for it. And if there's any issues, you just, you know, you, you direct it right to me. Like you just deflect it to me. Yeah. It's like, Steven told me to do it. I had to do it that way. You know? And, and I think, you know, and, 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 and you'll do that too, of course, in your positions of leadership. Um, but yeah, you're right. You know, that, that comment should, should come to us. And I think that, um, We've got to be able to, as uh, believers uh, and as just civil people, to make comments without belittling someone else. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's very childish to to do it that way. And I, and I'm not saying, by the way, that I'm not um, even guilty from a even just from a like a regular standpoint of like maybe I'm out doing something at a place of business or a restaurant or whatever and something doesn't go the way I want it like I never by the way like I never ever like like I want to talk to a manager or <laughs> I never talk down to a, a you know a server or anything like that yeah. never even if things are bad like I, I just I don't want to do it like ha, you know half the time I'm like you know they're probably not even making enough money to like deal with somebody griping because you know they asked for chicken and got beef on their taco like it, yeah. you know like is that you know sure you know i mean business needs to happen and needs to be done right and all that kind of stuff but i mean i mean come do on do you really have to ridicule like you know people like it's not necessary but in my mind you know i'm not saying i'm not guilty in my mind of being frustrated yeah. like oh blah, 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 yeah. about stuff that really doesn't matter you know but but there's got to be a better way of um handling handling these things you know when somebody yeah. has a uh, a legitimate like concern actually as a matter of fact i've got some great examples like there's there's some folks in in the ministry that um that are currently still active and like very close friends of mine um and she um once in specific uh, one specifically she uh she just does a really good job of like when she has questions that are a little bit challenging but that are not like over the line challenging they're like good questions of things that 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 I'm probably missing or maybe she perceives I'm missing and, and just wants to check and ask. Mm -hmm. Like she always does like a really good job of being very clear and very direct, but it is never um, divisive or rude. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so like, I have like mad respect for that because, um, it has been helpful and it's made, it's helped me to make changes of things that I've just overlooked. Yeah. And I've seen, um, well, that's coming from a, you could, that's an obvious coming from a, someone that cares, right? Someone that is being genuine, their heart's in the right place. You know, they're doing it for reasons of growth and whether it be ministry, be in our lives, be in the, the worship ministry as a whole, the church, like it's just coming from a good, solid heart. Like it's coming from a better place. Yeah, I place. think you nail it. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. I mean, they care about the ministry, yeah. you know, and, and so they do it, they do it in a healthy way. A lot of the times the comments we're talking about are people who really just care about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, this is what it is. They just care about themselves. Cause if you cared about somebody else, you don't, you don't, you don't do that to them. And that's not in, just keep reiterating that's that's not just in our ministry that's that's anywhere in life like you don't know what someone's going through either i mean and so you can still address i mean you can still address people yeah with issues it's just learning how to do it in a manner that's not just be respectful yes i mean let's let's be respectful of other people we could be upfront. we could be direct with people we could be very clear on what we need and 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 what went wrong but, but we, ha- and, and, and some people just can't receive that either. And that's fine. We have to be able to receive that. Like it, yeah. we should, humans should just be able to receive clear, direct communication. Something went wrong. You were in the middle of it. Here's the deal. Yeah. But it can't be like, you know, you are this, this, and this because you do this, this, and this. That's not, and obviously that's pervasive in our culture right now, of course, from a political standpoint, uh, even it's, 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 it's all over religion standpoint now, denominational stuff where people are trashing, you know, Southern Baptists are doing this and that. And, then, you know, and, and you go through all these, you know, the lists and Republicans, Democrats. And, and if you support this, then you're that. And it's just kind of like, oh, wow. Okay. Can we just like, like just be, especially believers. Like, can't we just be believers that speak to uh, the family of God or those who have not been followed after the gospel in a way that honors God? Yeah. I can't be on Facebook right now during coming up in a, yeah, on a, this bad, election year. I, I just can't do it. I can't stand rants on Facebook. This is a total side note, but I just cannot stand rants on Facebook. It just... And, and, yeah, and rants basically, like, I think I did one rant, and my rant was not political. It was like, look, stop it. No one cares about your rant. Yes. Like, you have to stop Rant this. about a rant. <laughs> yeah, it was a rant about a rant. No one cared about it. I got, like, one like, which I went and cried. I cried for a little while. No, I'm just kidding. But but it was just very much like— I unfollowed you for it. Yeah, so. you unfollowed me. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Man, my friend list is down to six. But, um, well, let's bring this to a close uh, because, you know, you've, you, you've obviously recently gone through, like, a few of these things, and, um, and, and you— and, it just happens and, and you're handling it fine. You're handling it great. Um, but it does hurt. And, um, what, what are some key things like, as you've kind of like gotten over it, maybe some mental notes or some heart things that, that have helped you to maybe move on and move past it. Sure. Um, first thing, just understanding that God has brought you into this ministry um, that God has me here for a purpose, um, and knowing that when you're serving and and when you are a follower of Christ, you're going 
you're going to deal with ridicule. You're going to deal with persecution. And even if it's in the form of, I mean, obviously we're not talking about what we've got martyrs going through, but, you know, persecution of through words, through hurtful words, you know, you just got to expect that. So understanding that you're here for a reason, God has placed you here. Looking at that message or comment, and maybe there is a little nugget of truth in there and not be offended by that nugget of truth, but maybe take that to heart and then throw out the rest. And just some of them, like one of them just wasn't worth my time at all. It was a, it was an arrogant comment that was rude and it wasn't helpful in any way. It was a personal attack on talent, not on anything ministry based. And so it was just a delete out of the email. And, and I felt really guilty doing that at first because I felt, you know, okay, I'm not being a minister in this way. I'm not reaching out to this person and maybe their heart's not in the right place. And then another stance, is it really worth, you've got someone who's maybe battling cancer. Like we've got a dear, dear friend of ours whose wife is battling cancer right now, who I'd much rather give my attention to him and and just um, spend time praying for their family and and take him out to lunch and, and, and just spend time with, with people that are going through stuff like that rather than spend time analyzing every little bit of an email that was just uh, obviously hurtful in the beginning. Um, learning how to respond to someone in a loving way. Um, I've also learned how to, to stand up for my volunteers and our people that are serving. You yeah, know, that's like, a good word. Like I'm, I'm going to defend them to the end. So, um, But, uh, you know, just, just a few basic things like that. Um, trying not to take it home. That's one thing I'm, right. I'm learning to not, not take it home. Um, so, I mean, obviously I have a lot to learn still. It's just, uh, I mean, it, honestly, I think it's good that I'm experiencing some of these things to learn and, and also in an associate position where I've got mentors surround, surrounding me where I can learn right. from these experiences. Yeah, cause we, we've been through it. I mean, yes. you know, and, and we, and, and, and I will continue to, and, and you will honestly continue to receive, you know, yeah. you know, uh, kind of hurtful criticism at times, you know, but I think you're on the right track. And, uh, actually I know you are. I mean, we, um, like you said, we've got to be able to take, uh, healthy criticism and learn from it. And we've got to be able to discard criticism that is, um, just not, I mean, you know, usually when it comes from a more direct standpoint, like a, like a very ad hominem, like attacking you standpoint, that's, you always lose the argument there. Like yeah. I'm going to, I'm, you know, we're out like this. This is not a conversation we're having anymore, but when it's, you know, when it's a well thought out concern or a well thought out critique that, that is meant to be helpful. And really, if you actually have like a standing to be helpful, right? Like, so like, I don't, you know, I'm not a welder, so I don't walk by uh, a job (laughs) and be like, you know, if, if if it were me, I would, I would have done that well this way. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, some people come up and they're like trying to, you know, like you, you you know, I, I know you've gone to church for a long time, but like, you don't, you don't know everything about how church works. Yeah. Uh, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, the things that we're working on behind the scenes, you know, to, to get where we are or to where we're going. So a question is always better than a comment too. Like if you're concerned, you know, and you really, you really have a concern, maybe pose it in a question. Like if you generally just want to know something, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather come up and someone ask me a question of like, Hey, why, why do we do some of these new songs? And then I would rather, 
answer it in that way rather than instead of why do you hate everything that's an old hymn yes you hate all old hymns you're a terrible human yes like that's the way it like comes out i was like no like i probably know more than you and i know the third verse that they skipped when you were a kid (laughs) like like you know instead of but you're right like why not say hey like um like express your general concern and like i i really love you know hymns but if you can explain to me like why we do some of these new songs, it, it might help me to be able to relate better or to understand it. Like I love that. That shows me that you care. Right. It shows me like it gives me a chance to share my heart about it, to and, show you where we're coming and from. And that person's able to voice their concern. Yes. To get it out, so they've yeah. been able to verbalize it. So that's like a little bit of a like a, a release there for them. So like, I, let's wrap this up. Uh, but basically, the thought is is this is that in every area of life. Um, we need to be just more thoughtful on how we communicate yeah. with the people around us. And all, all of us, me, me too, especially, you know, I think about, even while we're talking about here, I think about some of my interactions with my kids, you know, and, and it's just like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been critical in that way of that behavior. I could still address mm-hmm. the behavior, but I could do it graciously and I could do yeah. it in a very direct and clear way. But, you know, I need to analyze, am I being, am I talking down? Am I belittling, you know, am I edifying, you know? And and that would go with, of course, any, any conversation we have with people, whether, whether face to face on email or on Facebook or in the restaurant or, or wherever we are with our, with our, you know, fellow coworkers, siblings, family, parents, whoever, you know, if I do have criticisms, I need to be thoughtful on how I do it and check my heart first before I go with it. Second, second thing is when I receive criticisms, um, I need to, first of all, see like, if it's healthy, like take it. If it's not, I, like you said, clearly we remember who we are, remember what we're called to do and we don't let it derail us Yeah, because the enemy is going to attack. He wants to attack, you know, he's going to try to find the vulnerabilities. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for being open about, you know, some of that stuff. And yeah, and we'll talk more about it. Um, I know we're going to tackle some of these tough issues, but um, yeah, good, good job. Yeah, good, good talk. So, <laughs> Learning as we go. Learning as we go. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the Worship Distributed Podcast. Uh, we look forward to um, worshiping with you soon and uh, sending more content your way. We'll see you all later.